This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for being a part of our show today. If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters show is listener supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click the donate to Father Matters icon. Jeremy, I came across this email a few weeks ago and I read it. It was forwarded from a community partner of mine and I read through it and I said, I've got to get this guy on the show because we are about to approach summertime and we do realize during the summer kids go hungry. Yeah, like you said, on the weekends and then summer is just an even bigger problem. Yeah, and we were sharing before the the show started and you and I have been talking about this for weeks, like even right now during the weekends, when kids are, are, are going home for the weekends, they're trying to stuff stuff in their backpacks, extra crackers or whatever they can because they can't make it till Monday. It's just it's so it's sad. You know what I mean? Just to eat. They're having to do anything and everything they can to do that. And it's it's not right. And then during the summer, they just try to survive. And I'm thinking my kids don't even have that problem, bro. You know, but then we need to realize there are kids and there are families who do have that problem. And so today's guest, now I'm going to screw this up right now, so I'm going to just, just go ahead and jump <laughs> on me, Jose. Today's guest is Jose or- Ortigia. Tell me right. Ortiaga. Or- Ortiaga. Perfect. Jose Ortiaga from St. <laughs> Mary's Food Bank. Jose, thank you for taking the time and thank you for joining us on the Father Matters Show, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me and thank you for everything you do for the community, um, hosting us and I know a bunch of other community partners as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we have to. We got to work together. You have an exciting program coming up through St. Mary's Food Bank for the summer. It's the Summer Kids Cafe program. But before we get into your summer kids cafe program share with us information about the saint mary's food bank yeah absolutely so always a pleasure to talk about saint mary's food bank i don't know if your listeners are familiar with saint mary's food bank but we were actually the first food bank in the entire world so john van engel uh here in south phoenix started the saint mary's food bank and it was just a place where he would collect food from grocery stores from restaurants and then he would package it up and give it to to people who needed it and that was started right here in south phoenix and, wow. um, you know, that was in 1967, I believe. And now we've grown to serving. Um, we just served our one billionth meal um, in our wow. existence. So it, it's amazing. We're super excited to be here and super proud to be in Phoenix, Arizona. And we serve actually a third of the entire state. Um, wow. So, Man, that is powerful. So in some of the agencies, I mean, some of the services you could, to do what else you do besides just do meals i know you do other services absolutely yeah so we actually uh partner with a lot of agencies across the state um we deliver food to them so that they can deliver um or so that they can distribute to their community right we also do mobile distribution so there are certain places in rural arizona especially in rural northern arizona that maybe don't have 
you know, a brick and mortar place where we can distribute food. Right. So we'll actually take our trucks up there and we'll set up shop in the middle of nowhere and have people lining up for miles in order to get um, access to this food. So we do whatever we can to get right. the food to families because right. at the end of the day, um, that's our goal. That's our mission. And this is very important. And now, right now, we're in April heading into the heat of Arizona, 112, mm -hmm. 117 degree weather. This is a very important time for your services. Absolutely. Yeah, we so we serve veterans, we serve senior citizens, we serve families, we serve obviously children, which I'll talk a little bit about here in a yeah. second. But um, really any po population that needs access to food, that's who we serve. Recently, we did a lot around the government shutdown to be able to help yes, those families. Yeah, you guys and were on the news and everything. Absolutely Positive. right. Yeah. So um, like I said, at the end of the day, we try our best to make sure that families in Arizona have access to food. What I'm loving right now, so when I saw this email that was forwarded to me, right now for your Summer Kids Cafe program, you're looking for partners to participate. Tell us about the Summer Kids Cafe program, and then we're going to get into how agencies, churches, organizations, ministries, corporations, if wanted, can partner with uh, St. Mary's Food Bank. Absolutely. So um, as we talked a little bit about before the show, during the school year, there are kids who come to rely on free breakfast and lunch at their school. And um, during the summer, it's not like the hunger goes away, right? But the meals do. So what can we do as a community to help fill that gap? St. Mary's has, a, has our program called Kids Cafe, where we come in and partner with uh, community centers, libraries, churches, uh, you know, uh, faith-based institutions. And essentially, we deliver to them right. free lunches so that they can then distribute those free lunches to the kiddos in their community. I mean, families during the school year um, are able to focus on providing one meal, right? So the school will provide a breakfast and lunch. Right. And um, we actually have an after-school-based model where we provide after-school meals to uh, agency partners as well that we're doing right now to fill that gap. But um, during the summer, obviously, now that drops to... Um, three meals a day that people need to provide um, these kiddos. So what we try to do is come in to community centers, libraries, parks, pools, wherever kids are wow. at, and try to make sure that we give them at least one meal um, and t try to take some of that burden off of the family. Share about the Summer Kids Cafe program. When did that start? Why did that start? What, oh. why, what, when did the need really come for that? Of course. So the uh, Kids Cafe program is uh, a program put on by Feeding America, so the, the national organization of, of food banks and, and that kind of stuff. Um, and the Summer Food Service program is actually a uh, uh, national program, and here statewide it's administered by the Arizona Department of Education. And there are actually um, a number of sponsors here in the Valley that participate. Um, so definitely um, we, we talk to a lot of the different school districts and partners that also provide this program and try to make sure that we're, we're covering all of our bases. But as far as St. Mary's specifically, we uh, started – almost a decade ago, I believe, right. if not more. And last year we had 160 agency partners. So wow. uh, we were serving about 8,000 meals a day. Uh, so if you can, if you can imagine, do that, do that math real quick. It's, it's quite a few meals um, that we're providing for, for the families of Arizona. And, and, and where are you getting the food? Are you still getting it donated? Saint of course. Mary's? That's a good question. So uh, actually for the Kids Cafe program, it's uh, uh, purchased food. Um, but you know, there's a lot that we do 
in addition to the Kids Cafe program. And there are a lot of different ways that we get food from, you know, purchased product, obviously donated, canned food drives, um, all that kind of stuff. So for families who want to give and help with your program, they can donate to the St. Mary's Food Bank? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, we partner with uh, Goodwill. So anyone can go into their Goodwill, drop off some food, oh, yeah. and um, Goodwill will, will make sure we get that food. We also have an event coming up, uh, the Litter Carrier event on May 11th, where um, if you, two or three days before May 11th, someone will come in and get, um, uh, the Litter Carrier will drop off a bag. You put food in that bag, you put it back in your mailbox, and then boom. We get I, I, I want to touch on that when we get back. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Van Sims, and today's guest is Jose. You say it, brother. <laughs> Urtiaga. Urtiaga from St. Mary's Food Bank. We're going to hear more from Jose after this. Do you love the Father Matters Show? Did you know you can find us on Facebook or fathermatters.org? Or if you miss us Saturday night, you can find us on blogtalk.com or soundcloud.com. And if you want to contact us directly, you can always call 602-774-3298. That's 602-774-3298 for Father Matters. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I want I want to get it right, Jose Ortega. Mm-hmm. Ort- okay, there you go. All right, that's what we're going to do. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Van Sims. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at FatherMatters.org. Also, catch the Father Matters Show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Jose, we was talking earlier. I, I didn't want you to feel rushed. You've also got a program called the, the Letter Mail Carrier Drive. Exactly right. To- yep. Slowly unpack that. Sure. Absolutely. So it actually is another thing that started here in Phoenix. Some... Uh, letter mail carriers in Phoenix got together and said, well, uh, what can we do to help to help the food banks in our community? Uh, we're already coming to everyone's house, so maybe we can collect food. And now it's turned into a full-on national um, drive that people do. Um, but here in the Valley, on May 11th, okay. uh, a couple of days before that, actually, people, uh, the letter carriers will drop off a bag. Um, all, all over the Valley? All over the Valley. So all- at my front door, after the 11th, when I open up my front door, that's going to be a bag out, out it'll, front? It'll be between the 8th and the 10th okay. uh, that the bag will be dropped off. Okay. Every house? Every house. Oh, man. That's powerful. Because I'm thinking, did that happen last year? It should have, yes. Yeah, go we ahead. Every year. I, I got teenagers in the house, bro. So that, <laughs> now I'm going to look out for that. Absolutely. Between the 8th and the 11th, you're drop, everyone needs to look out here in Arizona for bags being dropped off by letter carriers. Exactly yeah. right. And then you can just go ahead and stuff those bags, however many um, canned food uh, canned foods you can put in there. Um, you can actually use any bag, so it doesn't necessarily have to be one of these bags. Okay. Um, and on the 11th, the letter carriers will pick it up for, right from your doorstep and take it uh, to the to the food bank so we can and give it to families. I want to make sure I said May 8th through the 11th. I'll make sure I didn't say April. May 8th through the 11th. That's correct. Okay. May 11th is when they will pick up the bag on Saturday, May 11th. Man, that's powerful. Now, the Summer Kids Cafe program. There are agencies and organizations, churches listening to this show right now, biting at the bits to say, 
how can we get involved? How can we make our location a location for the Kids Cafe program? What would I have to do? What is the process? Exactly. So it's a pretty simple process, and we try to keep it that way. To be able to be eligible, the nearest school to your location has to be 50% or higher free and reduced lunch rate. Run that back slowly one more sure, time. Absolutely. So if the nearest elementary school or middle school or high school to your location has a free or reduced lunch rate of 50% or higher, then you're eligible. And don't worry about looking that up. You can just go ahead and contact me and I'll walk you through that process. That's, that's what I was going to say. How would they find out? So all they have to do is get in touch with, with Jose and and you would say, well, actually you're 10 miles too far or or actually you're right in the uh, right location, but you don't quite, you know, you would let them know or you might say, hey, you know what? You're, everything is right on. Absolutely. Yep. I'll walk them right through every single step of the process. Really what we're trying to do is find communities where the need is there and organizations within those communities that are already seeing kids. So if you have kids coming in your doorstep or you have kids in the community that maybe need a place to go, all all we ask is that you're able to feed at least 20 kids three days a week. Wow. And but most of the time, there's more than that. Absolutely, there are some sites that serve about 200 kids a day. So, and this Absolutely. and when does this begin? The the summer kids cafe program. When does it begin? Great question. So, a place is eligible to start serving meals the day after the last day of the school year, and it can go up until the day before the school year starts again. So you're talking anywhere from May 20th on out to. Uh, July 30th, August 1st, something like that. Exactly right. Yep. As long as you're eligible. And that's what we want to do. We want to serve kids every single day we can. Because the best way to beat chronic hunger is to be able to serve those kids every single day. And and what I'm saying is now to the listeners, the people who are in, in situations that they can help, the ball is now in their court. Because... For some reason, what we do, because, you know, we do our programs and services during the summer as well. People would say stuff like, you know, I need somewhere because we get food boxes. But guess who we get our food boxes from? St. <laughs> Mary's. Because, you know, we have our reentry program and we're that, that box we're handing out got your logo on the side. And that's what I love about it. And they, they want to know where can their kids go because let alone they're trying to find daycare. But some of them want to know have daycare and feeding their children as well. Absolutely. What are some of the, 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 the stories that you're hearing from families when or, or agencies when they partner up with you and they realize they didn't know how important partnering with St. Mary's Food Bank was? I mean, just last summer I was at, a, I was at one of our sites and I was talking to some of the kiddos. Um, we had a couple of uh, TV stations out doing, doing um, some, some parts, but uh, I wanted to talk to them one-on-one and um, I went around and just asked the kids a couple questions like, what, where would you be if you weren't here? Or what, what, do you know where you, you would get a meal if it wasn't for here? And some of the kids said, um, you know, I used to go some days without, you know, being able to eat and I didn't know where my next meal was going to come from. Or some of the kids would even tell me, um, you know, when I'm at home, my my parents are fighting, and so I come here to kind of get with my, be able to hang out with my friends, be able to eat and relax. And some kids are staying at these community centers from, you know, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sure, sure, because a lot of it is not just the food. The kids, the, the parents don't want to run up the AC bill. Exactly right. Everybody's cooped in, jumping on top of each other. You know, Jose, this takes me, man, to my my son. My son's in the fourth grade. And it's around, it was about October last year. For about two weeks, man, he was coming home 
and he was like eating like he's growing or just having a growth sprout or just just eating like what's going on here (laughs) and my wife and i was talking about it and it's like what's going on in a nutshell jose my son man bless his heart for about two weeks was sharing his lunch because we pack lunches man we fruit and sandwiches and all that stuff in there he was sharing his lunch with a friend of his that was in his class who was coming to school who didn't have lunch, who didn't have snack. Because, you know, now these elementary kids, they get snack time. And now, you know, they can't have peanut butter. They can't have this or that, that. So some kids, but they don't even bring snacks. So my son is breaking off part of his sandwich as part of his stuff. And uh, this was the same kid for a while that was getting in a lot of trouble. And then you realize they're hungry. They're dealing with issues at home. So it's hard for a kid to stay focused in school, Jose, uh, not act like they got ADD or some type of stuff when they're hungry. But we're quick to diagnose them. We're quick to put them on something, Ritalin or something. The kids are hungry, bro. You're touching on a couple of super important things that I really think deserve um, their own attention. So one, um, you're talking about for two weeks that happened, right? And we have, it's important to think about the fact that this could happen to any kid, right? You can't you can't blame the kid, you can't blame the parents because at the end of the day, I mean, everyone falls under hard times sometimes. And not only that, Jose, everyone's kid is not getting dropped off and it look like their hair is not combed, uh, their clothes are Mitch Matt, uh, their parents are pulling up in the raggedy... I mean, bro, these are, some of these kids are coming from homes where you look at the parents, you're like, oh, they're doing well. It's the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So it's important to to remember that. And so huge kudos to your son for doing that. But also, on the other hand, you're talking about it's not chronic hunger doesn't just affect, um, you know, it's not just about not having a meal, right? It starts affecting your behavior in class. You it, There's lots and lots of research that points to if you're hungry, you're going to act out. Yeah. If you're hungry, you got headaches. If you're hungry, you're not going to come to school. If you're hungry, you're going to want to stay home Moodiness. and not socialize. Absolutely. So um, chronic hunger uh, leads to a lot of adverse effects that people don't don't really estimate correctly. And so that's what we're also trying to help these community sites learn is that if you have kids that are able to come to your organization and feel safe and feel um, nurtured, be able to get that meal. Well, now you have an opportunity to gain their trust. And now you have an opportunity to really show them, uh, provide an example for them of what it could be like to be a successful role model. But sometimes, Jose, it's it's not just that there's not no food in the home. Sometimes, man, because we work with parents across the board, and you, you, the, the anger that's in the home, the, 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 uh, the domestic violence that's in the home, just the, the dysfunction that's in the home. You might have a plate of spaghetti on the table, but the kids still don't want to eat. So it's all this plays a role. Absolutely. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. If there's a lot of tension in a home, um, a kid will get a stomach ache because they're nervous or they're anxious. They won't want to eat. But then later when that emotion goes away. Now they're starving and they have nowhere to go. So it's really important to make sure that they have um, all of the components to create um, a nurturing environment. So that means feeling safe, feeling comfortable, uh, a a healthy meal, activity, socializing activities with friends, that kind of stuff. And and, and we got a lot of listeners right now who listening. It's the pride that's stopping them. Absolutely. We see that time and time again. There's a stigma. And especially when it comes to older kids, high school kids that maybe don't want to feel like uh, they need charity. Um, and I can speak from experience. I mean, I grew up in a in an adverse household um, with adverse childhood experiences, ACEs, if you're familiar with the term. And um, I 
tell me, tell me, what's ACEs? Break it down. Absolutely, yeah. So ACEs is essentially used um, in the in the psychology community to talk about adverse childhood experiences. Okay. So whether that's domestic violence, um, whether that's growing up homeless, um, you know, a, a couple of those different things. And um, I was very fortunate not to have experienced um, half of what a lot of these kids these days are experiencing. Social media, kids are killing, committing suicide over social media, man. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. If I get started, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's super important to to try to think of ways to um, destigmatize needing a meal because everyone needs to eat. At the end of the day, we all eat. We all we all need a lunch, right? And so, um, what we try to do is have these sites that maybe are in high need communities, but what we tell them is don't just advertise to high need populations. Anyone can come in there and get go. a lunch. Anyone, if you have a kid that does need a meal and you have and he has a friend that maybe you know could eat a lunch at home, encourage them to bring the friend anyway because that's, right. that's going to make sure that this one child has a meal every single day. So it's not so much that the child lives 5, 10 miles away. It's it's the location. Absolutely. How would these agencies, churches, organizations, um, uh, 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 market, advertise? Do St. Mary's Food Bank help with that or they pretty much have their their kids how does that work that's a great question so what we try to do is we try to help them advertise on our facebook page kids cafe az we will uh, put you on there we divide it by city so uh parents can as they're scrolling through facebook they can see oh that's i I know where that is yeah Um, i can send my kid there every single day and they'll get a lunch Um, we help them advertise a lot of these agencies will advertise themselves and the greatest thing about these um partners of ours is that they uh, they don't need to ask any questions. They don't ask for financial information. Right, they, they right. Don't, they don't need proof of, you know, that you live in their neighborhood. It's really about any kid that needs a meal can come in and grab one. You know what I love when, when we get our food boxes from from you guys to help our customers? Uh, they come in for a service, but they can leave with a food box. So they don't have to walk in asking for a food box. We know they need that or want that we offer it to them but they may come in for you know one of our services that we provide but it feels good to hand them that and they don't feel embarrassed anything exactly right we work with community health centers actually and you know they offer dental work they offer um, primary care and a lot of these kids um, you know they get nervous when going to the doctor so when we partner with these kinds of agencies the kid comes in they know they're getting a lunch now they're comfortable now they can go see the doctor and it kind of takes away that fear so creating these community hubs is super essential for for our underserved communities and we absolutely love to work with um, you know organizations that provide a variety of services and we know that organizations have a lot on their plate. That's why we try to make it as easy as possible. We take care of all state and federal paperwork. We take care of uh, getting the meals ready, delivering them every single day. Yeah. So uh, we try to make it the easiest possible to be able to serve these lunches. We still got time, but I want to I want to slowly let you do this as many times as you want. How can people first, if they need St. Mary's Food Bank services, get in touch with you? But then how can the community partners who want to partner with you or people who want to give to help get in touch with you? Give me all the avenues. That's a great question. So first and foremost, 602-242-FOOD is the number to St. Mary's front desk. 602-242-FOOD. Which is Food is 3663. Yes, thank you. You got it. 602-242-3663. Exactly right. So you call that number 
And all of a sudden you're speaking to a real person that'll be able to direct you to any questions you have. So if you're an agency that wants to get in touch with me, they'll know how to do that. That's right. If you're a community a member that needs access to food, they will tell you where to go in your neighborhood. Wow. Um, so there's that avenue. Uh, if you're trying to donate or volunteer, again, that number is a perfect number for volunteering. 602-242-3663. Exactly right. Or you could, um, like I said, go to many of our community partners, our agencies that offer, um, you know, food drives. So like I said, Goodwill, and we're doing the letter carrier drive here in a second. Or just come yeah. on down to the food bank and and bring us some some canned food. We'll, we'll find a place for it. Give us your website. Give us your Facebook page. Let people know, because people like to communicate all different ways. What All the different ways they can get in touch with you or St. Mary's Food Bank. Absolutely. So our website is going to be the best place to go. And that's where I try to direct everyone because we have easy to follow tabs and yeah. links. So it's uh, www.firstfoodbank.com dot org so www.firstfoodbank.com first uh, first food bank dot dot com or dot org dot org i'm dot, sorry that's dot, a great dot, question dot that's org. a great point. dot org exactly yep. first food bank dot org the main line is 602-242-3663 Thank you so much. And, you know, a lot of these agencies could use this as a marketing platform for their agency church ministry as well, because you could say, hey, come on this day. We're going to have uh, water balloon day. Bring your kids. We're going to have food. But then they can network and partner and, and refer people out as well. Beautiful idea. Exactly man, right. Jose, thank you for joining us uh, today, man. I appreciate you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for everything man. you do. Thank you for tuning into the Father Matters show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.